2: Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. Thank you very much for being here. We appreciate it.
3: I am John Ashton, he is Neil Michaels.
4: That's what it says on the driver's license.
3: Together, we would be the approach shop. We would be? We are.
4: We okay, should. good. I was I was waiting to find out if I needed to, like, pass a test or
3: something. <laughs> we shall be. Listen, man, I know out in San Diego where you are, it's like, you know, you're you're headed to the golf course every day with the top down, the windows open, however you want to do it. And I'm only a little bit jealous because it's, it's unseasonably cool here in Louisville, Kentucky. Burr. It's below freezing. It snowed twice in a week. Usually it doesn't huh. snow twice in a winter. Okay? <laughs> so. so I am not being able to play golf. And you know my favorite things. One is playing golf. The second favorite thing is talking about playing golf. Indeed. So I have to go back down to my number three, policing other people's grammar. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm that guy. You use the word less when you're supposed to use fewer. Yes. You know, like you say... I have less dollars than you. No, 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 no. The word is fewer. I get I get infuriated. When you end the sentence with a preposition. I mean, Mm. those are things up with which I will not put. Okay? (laughs) But the worst thing I did is I sent a note to the musician, Bill Withers. And I said, Bill, you know, ain't no sunshine when she's gone is terrible grammar. And he sent me back a note. It said, I know, I know, I know, I know, (laughs) I know. Hey, little piece of trivia associated. Do you know how many times he sings I Know in that song? 23. 26. I knew I was close. You were close. (laughs) (laughs) I got so bored one day, I just counted them. (laughs) That's how it goes. Uh, You are not going to be bored for the next uh, 45, 50 minutes or so. Not even close. (laughs) We have got one hell of a show coming up with you.
4: Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to quote... One of the great wrestlers of all time, Ric Flair, and say, Woo! <laughs> we have a show for you. <laughs> Gus Farrah, the NFL Pro Bowl quarterback who spent uh, a bunch of years in the NFL and took three different teams to the playoffs, mm-hmm. he is with us and he's going to talk football.
3: And golf, and and we have a comedian from Cleveland, the hotbed of comedy, it really is. But Jeff Blanchard is one funny dude. He's going to talk about a little bit of golf. He's also going to talk a little bit of football because the man has has had the misfortune of being a Browns fan for these <laughs> many years. So. He finally
4: lifted his head above water and was like, there are others of us.
3: <laughs> so, Gus Farratt, Jeff Blanchard, the quarterback and the comedian, and you are going to make for very enjoyable 45, 50 minutes. We call it The Approach Shot. Why don't you go and uh, subscribe to it right now while you're thinking about it, and then listen. We would appreciate it. We'll be right back.
4: This episode of The Approach Shot is sponsored by Blue Chew. Hey, guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed with BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Hey, this is Neil Michaels, and for a limited time, listeners of The Approach Shot visit BlueChew.com, and you'll get your first order for free when you use our special promo code APPROACH. Just pay the $5 shipping. You heard right. Your first order of BlueChew Chewables is free. BlueChew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance, and honestly, which of us couldn't use a little boost sometime? BlueChew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, so they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Hey, remember, for listeners of The Approach Shot, visit bluechew.com and get your first order for free when you use our special promo code APPROACH. Again, that's B-L-U-E-CHEW.com, promo code APPROACH, to try it for
3: free.
2: I can't get my computer to work.
3: Let me help you with that.
2: How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On site. Our geeks
1: literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way. We'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283.
3: Thanks for hanging. Coming back, this is The Approach Shot. I am John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. And Neil, you are going to introduce our first guest of the day.
4: It's true. And we spent a lot of this weekend watching football and it is officially Super Sunday today. So... Um, with the uh, the battle of the ages, with Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes being the guys who are kind of in the spotlight, we thought, what better way to get ourselves really psyched up about the battle of the quarterbacks than to have an NFL quarterback who himself played in the playoffs and was a pro bowler. Today we have with us Mr. Gus Farratt. Welcome to the show, Gus. Hey, gentlemen.
0: Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. He assumes we're gentlemen. So. <laughs> well, I assumed also that we will be talking a lot of golf, but I guess I was wrong on that as well. <laughs> no,
3: we'll be, we'll,
4: we'll be doing both for sure. We do want to kick off a, a little bit of, of football, and then we absolutely will swing it to golf. Apparently, today is also pun day. So.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: Just keep them going.
3: Yeah, please don't.
4: I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: just Two thirds of a pun, pu. It's terrible.
4: <laughs> wow, you had that one all teed up,
3: didn't you? Oh, God. Make it go. stop. Right, I, pro- I <laughs> promise make that. Make it Driving I mean, yeah. <laughs> <Private> at home. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to be an epic battle. Now, now uh, Neil and I had a little disagreement. He was surprised. That Tom Brady made it into the Super Bowl. Not surprised. Disappointed? But,
0: but <laughs> there we go. I was, I was surprised as well, but not because of Tom Brady, but because of how poorly the Green Bay Packers were coached and played. I've been doing this a while. and My sons and I have done fantasy now with Sportsbook. They love to do that. And so you just kind of get into the games a little differently. And that's what really surprised me is how poor, you know, how they play like a veteran team like that plays so well all year, even in the playoffs. And then that game, it just, it's like they were the Bengals for, you know, (laughs) I played for them so I can say that. (laughs) It really did feel for a
4: while as though they just weren't ready. They just felt
0: out of sync. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, you just didn't expect that from them. Uh, you know where Aaron Rodgers got sacked multiple times. Where you're used to seeing Devonte Adams get open, he's hitting him on a couple throws. Uh, you didn't you didn't see that. Um, it just seemed like they were just a bit off.
3: Hmm. And there there are and a couple of people who I guess a little more suspicious uh, than than others were, kind of mentioning the fact that nobody was calling the game very tightly on the referee crew until the very end.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. You can't you can't like not make the call all day. When you know it's there and it's been tight. And then all of a sudden you make one at the end of the game in the most yeah. important time of the game. Now, I've, I always said that you don't win and lose games at the end, right? They're done throughout the game. But in that situation, and who else should it be against Den King? I mean, he had a terrible game mm-hmm. you, know, if you give up a touchdown right before half. thats me, that's the whole reason they lost the game. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that with six seconds or whatever seconds they had left on the clock and give up a thirty-nine touchdown.
4: Well, isn't that Tom Brady at Tom Brady's finest? I was, I would remember, I was, I was saying to my wife, "Don't get Brady the ball back with less than two minutes and a half, because this is where he goes to town." And sure enough, he has the ball and and it's there's six seconds left, and I thought, well, maybe we're safe. If we're rooting for the Packers and sure enough, you know, the touchdown comes and it's the difference between going in on a tight game and going in and, you know,
0: taking the wind out of your sails. Well, being in Pittsburgh, you know, these Steelers fans are still upset that they don't go for it on fourth and one. You know, that's a big thing. And, you know, they want to fire Tomlin and all these things. And it's crazy. But you see a good team, a guy like Brady says, no, we're going for it on fourth and one. But obviously he has, he's the goat and he can kind of say and do what he wants out there. But right. they go for it on fourth and one and get it. And then they end up scoring a touchdown. Yeah. The, the more times your offense can have the ball in their hands, you've seen the Packers, they don't go for it on fourth down when they're close down the end zone. They're not having a great day. They got to get, you don't get many opportunities. And when you're down there, you just got to take advantage of them. That's just like the Bills aren't going to beat the Chiefs by kicking field goals. Right.
3: And as as a quarterback, I know at the end of the game, Coach decided they were going to go for the field goal rather than try to score the touchdown on fourth down. As a quarterback, do you ever look at the coach and say, well, what the hell are you thinking? We can do this. Come on. Or do you just sit well, back and say, OK, Coach, whatever? I think at that point,
0: you know, they, they had that whole melee happen in that game. You know, they, it was like it was, it was like fourth and 40 or whatever it was. <laughs> terrible, right. And the coach is like, OK. What are we really going to get out of this, right? So I see kicking the field goal, and then they actually, I don't know if it was before that or after that, they got the onside kick. But even the onside kicks, your your opportunities to get recover the ball when you're kicking it are, I I forget what the numbers they had up there. They're, They're so low compared to what it used to be because just the rules have changed so much. They give you no chance to, you know, for those incredible comebacks anymore mm-hmm. that we used to see all the time. So I think you just gotta, when you can have an opportunity to put points on the board, big points, uh, touchdowns, you, you gotta try it, right? And yeah. if worse comes to worse, the other team is starting from the 10 yard line. I hear you. Interestingly enough,
4: if you look at the statistics today, you see that Brady had the three interceptions, which actually brought the Packers back in the game. You had a game um, in, 2000 where you threw five touchdowns and had 462 yards but you also threw four ints in the game but you ended up getting a huge comeback and a a big win against the chargers 38 37 when you were with denver does it feel the same is it is it do you just brush that stuff off and say you know whatever just happened happened and go back out and you know every series is different
0: yeah you know when you're tom brady throwing an interception is a little bit different than than me right uh when when it's me out there you know that every opportunity the rest of your life when you go they're going to be looking at all these situations and why you threw interceptions you know because i was labeled a journeyman and you don't get those opportunities when you're tom brady you can throw three picks and have confidence that nothing is going to happen to you right um and tom brady is just a different breed right now because he can throw those things Nothing happened. And look, their defense was playing incredible. Mm. Yeah. You know, I think he threw all those picks and I don't think the, the Green Bay scored from any of them. No, they didn't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when that happens, then you're feeling pretty good about yourself. But that game against the Chargers was an emotional roller coaster to throw an interception. It's hard because you're, le- you feel like you're, you should be winning this game and then you throw an interception and what, and then you come back and you throw a touchdown. So it was a back and forth ride, oh. in the end zone to beat the Chargers, and that was like Ryan Leaf's last hurrah, right? Uh, I remember that game. That was like his last chance. He played really well, but I was like, you know, there's in my mind, I'm like there's no way Ryan Leaf is going to beat him. So we had a great <laughs> team in Denver. It was a lot of fun. We had some incredible players, and, you know, you just go through and and you go through those ups and downs in a game, and, and hopefully you can keep it together well enough and you got good teammates around you that uh, those – Bad decisions or mistakes that you made don't come back to hunt.
3: Yeah, I I think that was the classiest thing that Brady did is after the game when he was being interviewed by the Fox on-field reporter, he basically just said, hey, stop asking me questions. we got a whole team here. You know, these guys, these guys, you know, won the game too. Let's talk to them. All right. And I just thought that was kind of a classy move.
0: But. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he definitely couldn't have won that game without their defense going up there and playing the way they did. No, not at yeah, all. I mean, uh, you know, and, and I think it's going to be hard for them in the Super Bowl if they, if they don't get their two safeties back in Winfield and Whitehead. Mm-hmm. Those guys were playing incredible. Whitehead went out with a shoulder injury, and I don't know if Winfield, I don't know what exactly was wrong with him, but, um, you know, their defense stopping the run, you know, uh, creating turnovers. It's just been playing – Great football uh, through yeah. the playoffs. And Todd Bowles really got them playing at a high level. Yeah, yeah he's He's got to be – they've got to
4: be looking at, at him for a head coaching job someplace because his defense uh, is is pretty remarkable. Especially since a couple of the guys on the on the defensive line, you know, in in JPP and, and in uh, uh, Ndamuk and Sue – I knew I was going to trip over that <laughs> – um, they're not first- or second-year guys. They've been around a while, and they're veterans, but you know they're, they're getting up there in age. And, and uh, for them to play at the level they're
0: playing is pretty remarkable. Yeah, it's just something about being a veteran, though. When you get older, you just have a different stamina. You have a different mindset, and you know how to handle situations differently. Your emotions don't run away with you like uh, the, the, we saw in that Bills game, like younger guys. You, know, you can get heated. Emotions can get away from you. Uh, When you're older, you just know how to conserve things. You know when to turn it on, when when you don't have to, and things like that. And I think that when you have a good mix of young and old, it's always really good for you. And I think Coach Bowles is a a great guy for those guys because he lets them play. And then their head coach is is doing a great job as well. He just believes in his guys and seems like they're having a lot of fun playing the game right now. Yeah.
3: And they look like they're having a lot of fun. You know, if we say it's Super Bowl Sunday, do we have to pay somebody? I mean, do we have to say it's big game Sunday or I'm not well, since sure. We've
4: said it two or three times now. Uh, <laughs> we're either going to get fined
3: or it's going to be okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it is Super Bowl Sunday. We've got Gus Farad as a guest today. However, this is not a football podcast. This is a golf podcast. So why don't we come back in a few minutes and talk about golf? Let's do that. Let's do that. Hang out. We'll be right back.
4: Have you ever wanted to give yourself better odds on winning a bet? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a chance to do just that. All players who place a bet on Sunday night's basketball game between L.A. and Denver will have a hand in lowering the over-under on the game. That's right. For every 1,000 players who bet the over on Sunday night's game, the over-under will drop by one point. The best part is that even as the line lowers, the odds remain at even money. That's right. You can double your money by hammering the over. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Hi, this is Neil Michaels. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code APPROACH when you sign up to hammer the over on Sunday night's basketball game when L.A. takes on Denver. For every 1,000 people that bet the over in Sunday's game, the line will decrease by one point. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of the over hitting, so tell your friends and family because this is a team effort. Hammer the over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code APPROACH for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia, 888-532-3500
3: all right thanks for hanging we are back the approach shot i am john ashton he is neil michaels, neil michaels. gus Ferrada is our guest gus
0: did you play golf when you were a kid no i didn't i never picked up a set of clubs until i was in college that wasn't one of the things that my dad taught me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have a question about um, athletes in general. I'm a Minnesota Twins baseball fan. And so when I saw the other day that Aaron Hicks, who used to play for the Twins and has been a Yankee for a while, just got a hole-in-one, and it was all over social media, not only because he had a hole-in-one on a par four, but because he did it while he was playing with Tiger Woods' niece. Um, <laughs> it just you know it it's interesting when guys who aren't known as golfers do something as amazing as as hit a hole in one on, on a par 4 yeah. which is kind yeah, of remarkable crazy. what's the feeling when when you're out there as a former athlete playing a different sport
0: and have something like that happen to you well the feeling's incredible like the first time i had a hole in one i had two in my life first time i had no idea i didn't even know how to tee the ball up or hold the club or anything it just went i thought it was in the woods Somehow it rolled down off the hill onto the green, and my ball was in the hole. Right? And so, <laughs> <laughs> even the people I was with, you know, everybody shot in the hundreds, and it was like, okay, we had no idea what we were doing. So <laughs> I consider that a hole one still, right? But <laughs> it was just pure luck. And I think anything in golf like that, most of the time for most of us, is pure luck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, my second one, I was actually playing in a in a tournament. I was, it was a quarterback tournament, and uh, the uh, Washington State University. Putting it on. I mean, you had all the guys there from Elway to uh, Marino. Everybody was there. Mm-hmm. Sonny Jurgensen, you know, people that I knew, old and new players were all there. And I was playing with the athletic director from Washington State, Rick Dixon, who I knew very well. Okay. So uh, we were playing. It was a par three. You know, they had the car on the hole, the cameras were all there. It was a big uh, tournament. And it was 145 yards. Right. And for me, that's pitching wedge. And so I'm hitting a pitching wedge and one bounce goes right in. And like the whole place is going nuts. Right. And my wife was even pregnant in a golf cart watching <laughs> driving with me. Right. Because at that point we were having our first child. So we went everywhere we did everything together. And so I'm just, I could care less how I played. I was up at the top of the leaderboard by the end of the tournament. I'm down at the bottom, but <laughs> who cares? I had a whole one, right? right. <laughs> so at the banquet at the end of the night, Um, I'm sitting there. It was my wife and I and Sonny Jurgensen, Billy Kilmer. We're all sitting there. It's like kind of the the Washington football team table. And Sonny goes, how are you going to get the car home? I go, what are you talking about? He goes, you know, you're going to win that car for getting a hole one. It's where the car was. And I looked at my wife and I said, what do you think? And and she goes, well, we'll just drive it home. And I'm like, sounds good to me. You know, we're (laughs) in Idaho. We got to drive back to D.C. That was fine with me though. They come up to the part where they're going to talk about, "Hey, we had a hole in one today, right?" So Sonny's like, "Get ready, you're going to go talk about it." And I'm like, "Okay, let's go." And they go, "For your uh, hole in one today, we got an incredible prize for you." And Sonny's like, "Here you go, here you go." And all of a sudden, they go, "We have a picture of the hole for you.
2: Congratulations!"
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sonny Jurgensen stands up and says, "What? Give him the car?" And they're like, "Oh no, you know, because the insurance the hole was too short." Oh. But that's the only place they could put the the car. But that was a great, you know, I was on film and my wife watched it. Other people saw it. So I actually, that was the only time it's ever been, it was like well documented. (laughs) You know, Gus, if you wanted to have your wife push the baby out, there were other ways to
4: do it. Right. Yeah, just a bumpy car ride home, right? <laughs> right. When you said that you agreed to driving across country with a pregnant wife, which would have taken three
0: days, I, I'm not so sure I would have. Well, I thought it would have been pretty cool to have, like, a, your baby in, Mon, in the middle of, like, Mon, Montana or Wyoming somewhere, right? On the way back. It would have
3: been 40. And where were you born? I-70, exit 43. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That would have been great. So have you ever taken any lessons or anything, or is it just you keep playing and you get better, or do you still really stink?
0: I've taken one lesson. I used to go down to Dan Marino's golf tournament all the time and play, mm-hmm. and I just got some lessons from a pro down there around the green on, you know, how to, you know, different kind of shots. If it's down in, if it's, you know, in the short, rough, long stuff, whatever, and just, you know, those those shots are so important when you're playing keep your score down and so i just wanted to learn a little bit more about the game mm-hmm. in that way um and other than that you know i've been in a swing man getting new clubs with a pro and a couple of times and you know my my ball speed like the spin on the ball is too high that's why i fade it. you know mm-hmm. it's just what it is i can't i mean i'm like right at the low 80s and i can't get any better yeah. but also i don't work hard enough to get any better right I mean, I probably could
3: it takes work but, i mean like uh, like yeah, any athletic is, endeavor it takes work man
0: and I just, I just have fun golfing. Yeah. Last 10 years or, you know, since I've retired, I've been keeping my, my gin and all that. And it's been wonderful to kind of see my progression. And my favorite thing to do, which I tell everybody to do is don't mark down your score. Mark down how many putts you have yeah. every round. Yeah. Like if you go through and you have 50 putts, like get it <laughs> down to 40, right? <laughs> Think about it like that. Like those three or four footers so that you go out with your buddies and they're all gimmies. Go out and do it for real. Yeah. And see you actually make and see what your score is then yeah you find the
4: competitive spirit that you had on the field translates on the golf course or do you treat it differently
0: no i could throw a ball a football way more accurately than i can hit a golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's got to be some some bruise involved definitely on a hot day to go out <laughs> yeah. and have some fun uh yeah you know if, if you if you get a couple buddies together and you want to go out and you know make some bets out there i love doing that you know i'm not a big gambler in that sense but it's just for me, it's just going out and trying to be better than I was the last time.
3: Do you ever play football recreationally?
0: Yeah, I talk about that
3: on my podcast a lot. It's like football
0: is the only sport really where you don't like have a second life in the sport that you play. Mm-hmm. Right? There's there's You can go out and play softball or baseball still. There's a lot of leagues out there. Right. You can go out and play basketball. I mean, basketball's everywhere. Yeah. Obviously, if you're a golfer, you can golf for the rest of your life. You know, and there's all these sports you can, like, even in hockey, these guys can go play. You see these guys go to get these rinks, and they go play hockey because they loved it. Football's mm-hmm. the only sport where there's no leagues. There's nothing like that. Yeah. Right? There's some seven-on-seven seven stuff, but it's not the same. you know. So um, I don't really go out and play anymore. I'm, my shoulder's kind of messed up, so I really can't throw like I used to. So that's not even fun for me. I think that's
3: why we all love golf, even those of us who are terrible at it. Right, Neil? It's just fun.
4: Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Why, why would you look at me when you said that?
3: I have my reasons.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting to get that flag on my car so I can just drive it wherever I want.
3: <laughs> I want to pull up within 10 feet of that green.
4: You know, that's, that's interesting. I was talking to somebody the other day, and he mentioned a golf word I had never heard before, which was Aquaman. Have you heard this? That you, That no. is a term? It's apparently when you're, when you're either – too drunk or too stupid and you accidentally back your cart into a lake <laughs>
0: never done that so
4: <laughs> yeah. things we aspire to <laughs> Another. I just, I, and he said it as if he had done it himself a couple of times and then his buddies had <laughs> done it a couple of times and I thought did I miss out on this is this is this something that they apparently I was never taught
0: yeah it's not like when you're going down a wet Fairway, right, and in Pennsylvania here, it's all hills, right. And you go down, and you start spinning because the brakes kick in, and mm-hmm. you're like, it's a, "There's some dew on the thing," and you're like, "Oh, hang on, you know, you know." And then if the cart does flip, you can flip it back over. Nobody really knows, but if you back into a lake, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody really knows.
4: Hey, let's talk about your podcast here for a minute before we take a break. Um, I know that uh, that this is something that you take a lot of pride in.
0: It is. You know, it's fun to do. It's fun to hear people's stories about how sports affects their life, how it shaped their life, and how they started, right? Everybody has a different story. And sometimes I've interviewed people who weren't great athletes, but they just fell in love with sports. Uh, I just interviewed a gentleman named Rudy Mardski from uh, USA Today. He wrote for many years for USA Today. Yeah, sure. He actually critiqued the announcers. You know, like the Joe Bucks and Jim Nance and Tony Romo's award. the hmm. He'd keep their performance. I said, Reed, what did you, were you a great athlete growing up? What did you do? He said, he said, no, I just loved sports. I loved being around it. I knew I wanted to be a writer and I loved writing about it. I loved talking about it. Yeah, I played high school sports and different things, but everybody has a story like that. Hmm. And one of the best parts for me is hearing people's stories about kids today don't have it like we do right i remember going out we all rode our bike somewhere you all went and wherever you live you found a group of kids and you played a sport right mm-hmm. it didn't matter what kind of ball it was if it was a hockey a stick and a puck you went out and figured it out you you put two trash cans out and you played hockey right we did all that growing up and i you know kids don't get that today yeah and so we want to talk about how uh you know we reminisce a lot but i think the stories where sports leads people is really amazing. I, inter- I interviewed a gentleman who grew up in Africa, played soccer, moved to Tacoma, Maryland from Africa, was a good soccer player. And sports helped him ingrain in that school because he was a good soccer player. Mm-hmm. Kids talked to him more. They weren't afraid of him. They saw that he was good in sports. And it just, it just, you know, that social diversity that he was worried about facing all kind of went away, he said. And we were all in the field together. My team didn't care where I was from. That's what's great about sports. Yeah. Yeah and the podcast is huddle up with gus and you can find it anywhere podcasts are downloaded wherever you get your favorite uh podcasts or whatever you listen to them on or you can go to my website huddleupwithgus.com and find all our previous episodes we've got a store on there where, where if you want to buy some uh, clothes i got my t-shirt on right here <laughs>
3: <laughs> um do you, have, uh, do you have a six-pack form coming up of course i do then we'll be right back with it hang out we are the approach shot. Every once in a while, a new app comes along that you play with for a little bit. You go, man, this is so cool. There are so many fantastic things we can do with this. And we have found one of those apps. It's called Stereo. It allows podcast creators to build a more intimate relationship with the fan base by engaging them in direct conversation, because listeners can record a question and send it right to you. You can ask for questions, you can entertain, you can have a dialogue. The Approach Shot is really excited to offer our listeners a new way to interact with us. Join us Monday at 2 Eastern Time for a live show on the Stereo app. Just download the free Stereo app and select Approach Shot. Then you can connect with us whenever we're live. Stay tuned for more details on how to engage with us on Stereo at the end of today's episode. There's a wide range of conversation topics going on on Stereo right now. There's comedy, there's pop culture, there's lifestyle, there's sports, etc. And Monday at 2, there'll be us. Go there now, www.stereo.com slash approach shot thanks for hanging coming back Gus Farad still our guest I'm John Ashton Neil Michaels has a six pack of questions
4: alright Gus you ready we're going to fire these off to Let's you pretty go. quickly who's the person that you enjoyed playing golf with the most
0: you know what and it's going to sound cheesy but I love playing with my sons mm-hmm. That's oh, very nice Years to, to enjoy it and love it and I've always wanted them to be great golfers and just you know from the time they are little and they never wanted to golf you know now they absolutely love it and I just enjoy going out and playing with them no matter what happens. Beautiful. Living
4: or dead, who would you like to play around with? And it does not have to be a professional golfer.
0: Oh, uh, I'd want to play with uh Arnold Palmer, Pennsylvania guy. I just love to go out and hear some of his stories and just it would just I've met him once, I had an old packet of of VHS tapes that he actually signed for me <laughs> and I still have them in the closet, but <laughs> That would just be amazing. We were just talking about Aquaman. What's your favorite golf word? I don't know. It's two words, three putt. that seems like that's what I do all the time. <laughs> I don't know why that would be your favorite. That's well, that's what my kids say that's going to be the name of my boat, on and two and three putt. That's <laughs> what they tell me all the time.
3: I do believe that's hyphenated, though, Gus, so don't worry about it. still right. one word.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. all, all the way around the boat. Um, who was your greatest inspiration growing up? Well, uh, when I was a kid, obviously it was was my dad. Uh, you know, he was a mill guy. He worked in factory PPG and he would come home every day and and throw whatever it was, football, baseball, you name it. Never played basketball with me. Um, but we didn't have a hoop in our driveway, but baseball, football were his two loves. And that's what we did.
4: We, we know you as Gus Farad. I'm sure your teammates or your friends growing up knew you as
0: something else. Do you have a nickname we don't know? No, I think Gus was enough. You know, it's like, <laughs> how do you how do you give this guy a, another nickname? But, um, you know, I think more than my first name, people screw up my last name all the time, right? Farad, Free Roadie, <laughs> you name it. Um, and then, you know, people always thought I was Italian. You know, I, I hate to disappoint him. I'm like, no, I'm Polish. So, you know, <laughs> there's a big difference. Okay. And finally, in, we are the approach shot. So in your approach to life, what – one rule do you live by? Never give up. I've had a lot of adversity in my life and fought through a lot of difficult things in my life. And it's just hard work, passion. And if you find something that you have joy in, just never give up and, and do it as, as as much as you want. And it, it, if you if you find a bump in the road, that somehow you got to get around it.
4: I am not going to let you go without a prediction on today's game.
0: Well, I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I just see what Tom Brady is the goat. Uh, he's going to have his team ready to play. You're not going to do anything to him that he hasn't seen before. But I just think that the Chiefs, after watching him in that game against the Bills that and with their coaching staff, I think the Chiefs are going to – I don't know how many they're going to win by. I think the spread's like three and a half right now or something. But I can see them winning by a touchdown or two. I mean, I just think that they're going to play that well. Uh, and Patrick Mahomes is just playing at an extremely yeah. high level right now.
3: Yeah, he's phenomenal. Gus Ferrand. thank you, sir, for spending time with us here on The Approach Shot. And there is more, yes, indeed, there is more, and it's coming right up.
4: Have you ever wanted to give yourself better odds on winning a bet? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a chance to do just that. All players who place a bet on Sunday night's basketball game between LA and Denver will have a hand in lowering the over-under on the game. That's right. For every 1,000 players who bet the over on Sunday night's game, the over-under will drop by one point. The best part is that even as the line lowers, the odds remain at even money. That's right. You can double your money by hammering the over. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Hi, this is Neil Michaels. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code APPROACH when you sign up to hammer the over on Sunday night's basketball game when L.A. takes on Denver. For every 1,000 people that bet the over in Sunday's game, the line will decrease by one point. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of the over hitting, so tell your friends and family because this is a team effort. Hammer the over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code APPROACH for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia,
1: 888-532-3500. And now, it's time for golf is a funny game (laughs) back to your hosts John Ashton and Neil Michaels
4: and welcome back it is time for golf is a funny game sponsored this week yet again by DraftKings America's favorite sports book
3: America's premier
4: sports book both of those things. You know what? Let's make them the premier sports book that is also America's favorite. How about it's
3: that? my favorite? I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, there you go. That other voice, Jeff Blanchard. I'm John Ashton. Yeah. He's Neil Michaels. We are all together. With golf is a funny game on the approach shot, and, and Jeff. How's, how's life in Cleveland, man? You get snow. It's it's
1: about. snowy, yeah, as usual. Yeah, I thought I thought we were going to get lucky this year. I don't know why, but I, yeah. <laughs> eternal optimism for a lost cause because most of us are Browns fans. So we 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 always think that this year it's going to be different, you know. And it started off good, and then we had snow, so.
3: Yeah, but at least you got to the playoffs this year, man.
1: Oh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Yeah. You know,
3: as my girlfriend said
1: to me, she was in the other room, and I could hear her talking to her friends, and she was, yeah, he's squealing like a little girl in the living (laughs) room.
4: And sadly, that is how you know you're a Browns fan, is the fact that you're ecstatic that they got to the playoffs.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because I remember the last time uh, Kentucky had uh, the Super Bowl win. Oh,
3: that's (laughs) right.
1: (laughs) We don't even have a team. <laughs> you yeah, giving me crap about being a Browns fan.
3: I grew up. I grew up in New England, and you know, as a Red, oh, as a Red Sox oh, fan. Here it
1: comes. Well, no, here a, it
3: comes. As a Red Sox fan, and uh, oh. you know, wait till next year was our mantra forever.
1: Well, you guys were still holding on to the Babe Ruth stuff, weren't you? I mean, oh, it was yeah. like- yeah. You know, Dave Ruth used to play here,
3: <laughs> and we can't win because we traded him.
1: Yeah, the curse. That's with The it. Yankees.
4: Jeff, do me a favor. Do not ask John what he thinks of Tom Brady, because at that oh. point, you and I just need to go into another room. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, are you upset? I, I, I'm going to go there. Are you upset that Tom Brady went to Tampa?
4: Why? <laughs> Why would you do this? I, I I asked you nicely.
1: <laughs> you know why? Because I'm the person who sees the fire smoldering, and I'm like, you know what? This needs character. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to win another Super Bowl yes, because he is. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. You know, people go, oh, what's in the vaccine? I'll tell you what's in the vaccine. Tom Brady's blood. That's what's <laughs> in the, the damn vaccine. <laughs> Tom Brady is 73 years old, and he's still playing football. He's got
3: a picture There's on the, the wall size. that's getting old. <laughs>
1: oh, please. There, you, you know that that ancient alien show with the guy with the crazy yeah. hair? Yeah. They were showing hieroglyphics, and I hear it, it Tom Brady was in there doing this motion. He's been around forever. He's an immortal. Yes. It's not even fair.
3: I love that made-for-TV golf thing they did where Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson were playing against, uh, I forget, Peyton Manning was on one team and Tom was on the other but Peyton did a um, a trash talk promo video where he said, I've played against Tom Brady and I really wish they wouldn't have this in a neutral site I wish they'd have this in a city where they don't like Tom Brady like maybe Denver or Indianapolis or Boston
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to use Tom Brady to scratch every one of my lottery tickets that's what I want
3: <laughs>
4: That's God, funny another because winner?
1: I, I don't know what to say. I, you, another million. I don't even know what to do with all these tickets.
4: You started down that line, and I was like, oh, yeah, there's some things I want Tom Brady to scratch. Here, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. You, it doesn't matter. The entire Kansas City defense, it could be on him like those old cartoons where they're just piling on. All you see is bodies. And then from the bottom, you're just going to see Tom Brady's arm come out and flick, and 90 (laughs) yards down the thing, he hits a perfect touchdown pass. And you're like, how does that happen? (laughs) Oh, it's Tom Brady.
3: (laughs) That explains it.
1: (laughs) Can you imagine Belichick right now? If I was Belichick, I wouldn't go to any restaurants for a while. Yeah. Because I guarantee there's, you know, is this, did you spit in this? And they're like, of course we
4: did. (laughs)
1: Of course. Everybody in the restaurant, we passed it around table to table. And everybody (laughs) in the restaurant spit in this eating now. (laughs) You know, okay, if Tom Brady wins, people are going, oh, it's Tom Brady. Of course he's going to win. If Patrick Mahomes wins it, they're going to be like, oh, he's great. He uh, He beat Tom Brady. If the Cleveland Browns went to the Super Bowl and won, they'd have been like, "Well, of course they won. It was COVID." You know, what I mean? <laughs> they would never give us credit. It would always have the asterisk. Well, yeah, they won the Super Bowl in twenty twenty.
4: You know?
1: <laughs> we put our stadium on the lake, and we don't have a dome. I guess what they thought was. Well, with with the usually with the Browns, they're not playing past what November. Who cares if there's a dome or not? You know what I mean? They're like, it ain't snowing yet. So. Uh, no. I'm glad we got to talk so much about golf, considering that was the golf show. <laughs> you know what I am mean? glad I was able to stay on topic for you guys. I'm sure you'll have me back to talk about things, anything other than golf. We can even talk about when this all hit. They were like, well, we can't have the tournaments. I'm like, of all sporting events, golf yeah. is the one you could have during a pandemic. Yep. You've mm-hmm. got two people, the caddy and the guy who's playing, right? They're better off without fans. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yep. they're always telling everyone to shut up anyway. So just keep <laughs> them off.
3: You know, uh, The whole industry, man, blossomed. The guys were dusting off golf clubs they hadn't taken out of their garage in 15 years. Right. I Me mean, too. The only thing you could do. Yeah,
1: go out to the driving. They got a great new place. I have to check out uh, Top Golf. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah.
4: yeah, but they have a oh. bar. Yeah.
3: yeah, oh, they're, they're
4: yeah. golf party halls.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's it's a whole <sighs> new thing, man. People are going to Top Golf and playing that that have never and will never go to a golf course.
1: Hello, yeah, <laughs> hello, target market right here. <laughs> There's no walking, <laughs> I, said, I don't have to care where I hit it. That's right. and there's a waitress you don't get that on the 8th hole there's not a waitress coming out going hey nice putt would you like another you know? that's the best the old man's 84 he's a huge golfer he, had, he crushes it when he was playing back regular even in like he was still like a 250 280 like straight as an arrow driver He just, just crush it right Dad, yeah, I know what it is, you know, father son bonding. I'm going to take dad out golfing. And I'm not lying. The Literally, the first hole I get up there and I swing and I shank it so bad it, it hits a tree and comes ricocheting back and almost hit my father. I've never <laughs> seen my father hit the ground before except when we went golfing. And he was cool about it. But I remember him right, saying, We're never doing this. <laughs> Well, that's the only time i ever ever golfed with my father. You know? Yes,
3: yeah, we can see why. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, one little hit. Geez.
1: Rub some dirt on it, sissy. You know what I mean? I could never be a professional golfer because there's no way if a million dollars is on the line and they putt it and they go, and they're always like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on. I would have been like. What? Father, <laughs> <my God, dude. laughs> <laughs> Beat my caddy
0: to death. You know? yeah,
1: yeah, I couldn't do it. So there we go. We, goes. Goes. we got golfing. Go, there we go. go. We got, yeah, we
4: got the topic be, covered. I get the feeling, Mr. Blanchard, we're going to be calling on you to come back uh, in a few months or so. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Jeff Blanchard, for being our guest today on Golf is a Funny Game certainly lived up to the name today. Go see Jeff at uh, jeffblanchardlive.com. You'll see some of his comedy bits, and hopefully he'll have some uh, dates that you can go see him in and around the Midwest. Jeff Blanchard, again, thank you for coming on today. And thank you for sticking with us through Golf is a Funny Game. John and I shall return shortly. Please hang with us.
3: Just in case you had run to get a piece of paper and a pen when we were saying uh, earlier about the Stereo app and the special live show we're going to be doing on Monday at 2, let me reiterate some of the pertinent details for you, okay? It's the Stereo app, com slash approach shot. You can download it for free for both your Apple or your Android device. You can find a wide range of conversations on there, like uh, comedy and pop culture, lifestyle, sports, etc. But if you want to uh, hear some of the stories that uh, Neil and I have, and I tell you, we'll curl your hair with those. Uh, maybe ask some questions about some of our uh, guests. Uh, make some comments about the show in general. We appreciate all of it. Just go to our URL, com slash approach shot. Download the app. It's free, and we will talk to you. And more importantly, you can talk to us. Monday at 2 Eastern. Stereo.com slash Approach (laughs) Shot. once again we have pulled it off <laughs> how you like us now <laughs> i gotta tell you guys we go into this with fear and trepidation every week <laughs> and every week it comes out okay thanks for jinxing us that was
4: just the perfect way to set up for next week to be a disaster <laughs> but alas i don't believe it will
3: be. i don't think so i give you a little bit of a hint
4: next week We will stay on the theme of the Super Bowl because we will have Walt Thurman, who played for the Seattle Seahawks and won a Super Bowl ring with them back in 2004 and was the creator and organizer of the Legion of Boom. He's an interesting story because he quit football early on at 28 Mm -hmm. years old and is very, very into golf. And in fact, he will be uh, putting together a tournament here in san diego in march which we'll be
3: talking with him and then again tomorrow afternoon stereo.com more stories about how we put this whole thing together why we put this whole thing together why we bother getting out of bed in the morning you know things like that
4: (laughs) why we torture you every week so if (laughs) if you haven't done it yet download the stereo app on your phone from the app store just download stereo and then look for approach shot and we'll be there doing a show live as they used to say on the radio and you can uh, send us your questions and we'll try to answer monday
1: monday (laughs) (laughs) stereo.
4: (laughs) i'm so glad they couldn't see you when you did
3: (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were gonna have a heart attack (laughs) yeah yeah it's still coming man it's still a possibility (laughs) yeah maybe we should get off of here stereo.com approach shot is uh, who you need to follow we appreciate it. you being Thank here. Thank you
4: for joining us again this week. We have, uh, we've really, really outdone ourselves, and we intend to do that every week.
3: Yes. It's a hard act to follow, us. <laughs> <laughs> is it, though? <laughs> yeah, let's I'm Neil Michaels. And I'm John Ashton. Go and subscribe to this whole mess, and do keep in mind... Life, it is a gift. Go, open it, and enjoy. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys.
4: If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
1: or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at approachshot.net.